0: This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. Kia ora, friends. I'm Joanna Santa Barbara of Motueka, bringing you an eco-postcard. Each week, I send you a small snapshot of a few things going on in our world concerning the health of our beautiful planet. Sometimes it's good news and sometimes it's bad. And today it's a bit of both, but um, a little bit more bad in the mixture than good because I'm going to make some comments on COP26. Now, acronyms are a bit odious, so let me uh, translate from acronyms. COP is Council of Parties, and 26th means it's the 26th of those on the issue of climate change. And the parties in question are national governments. And the meeting that we're talking about has taken place over the last few weeks in Glasgow, where it's no exaggeration for me to say the fate of the world was being Discussed, or well, the fate of the human world was being discussed in terms of what countries planned to commit themselves to in terms of alleviating and adapting to climate change. Okay, so how did it go? Well, most reviews are pretty negative, although all reviews grant some positive forward movement. Uh, Let me first deal with the problems so that you have some impression of where we stand. A trusted calculation of the temperature that we can expect in 2050 if all of the current commitments of countries are fulfilled. That is, they keep their promises and do what they said they do and we will get to 2.4 degrees temperature increase, which is not okay, especially when people point out that beyond 1.5, some of the damage becomes irreversible. It's enormously important, though increasingly unlikely, that we... Uh, limit temperature increase to below 1.5. So I I have to add in here that other calculations were somewhat more positive, but none of them uh, came to the conclusion that we have now made commitments that if we keep them, we'll stay below 1.5. None of them. Okay, why? Why is this? When everybody there or lots of people there, like you and me, have children and grandchildren that are going to be living into this era, why couldn't they do it? Well, many people lay a fair bit of responsibility at the feet of the coal, oil and gas lobbies. And one calculation was that the fossil fuel sector had a delegation of 500 and which was larger than any country. Why did this happen? The UK which was the host country, had actually barred individual delegates from fossil fuel industries, which seemed like a really good move, but they came in national delegations. For example, Canada's delegation had a tar sands representative. I find that absolutely preposterous. And uh, as you may know, decisions had to be consensus decisions. So these people had much opportunity to retard forward movement. There was, and it's, it's recognized as a positive, even though it seems like the most minimal derisory positive, there was the first mention of not burning fossil fuels In any document that's issued out of these UN-hosted meetings, the first time in any of them that they have actually permitted themselves to say that we couldn't quite say, couldn't get to, we've got to stop burning coal, oil and gas, they couldn't even accept we've got to phase out coal. It was only acceptable to say we've got to phase down burning coal. That's not a lot to cheer about. Many people note that this is the first time it's actually got into the wording. So hold on because I'm going to get to some positive things at the end, but there are a few more negative things that I need to say. Many people regarded the money allowed or money promised to help developing countries with their actions on cutting carbon emissions or cutting greenhouse gas emissions and their capacity to adapt to climate change. Many people thought that there was insufficient, that it left developing countries in in a very difficult position, being unable to fund the necessary changes that they wanted to make. New Zealand did not look very good in this meeting. There was a global methane pledge, which aroused some forward movement and enthusiasm that we would cut methane by 30% by 2030. Now, although New Zealand joined this methane pledge. It's so far incomprehensible to me because our climate change minister, James Shaw, said that we still would only decrease methane by 10% by 2030. This is a mystery yet to be solved. Okay, on to a couple of good things. The pledges meant that 370 more coal plants were given a closure date, that 90 new coal plants are likely to be cancelled, and that 130 coal projects will become questionable under the new targets. And the most positive thing from my own particular point of view was apparently very constructive discussions of climate change education where there was a meeting designated for ministers of education and ministers of the environment from dozens of countries co-convened by the governments of the UK, Italy, UNESCO and two youth organizations to discuss educating young people on what's happening all around them and what they'll be wrestling with the rest of their lives, the issues of climate change. Many countries made pledges to deliver comprehensive strategies with mandatory curricula and teacher training at every level in the next year or two. So this, I thought, was a very good thing. Okay, so that mixed report on... COP26, I want to end with urging you to consider coming to the Nelson Tasman Climate Forum HUI on November the 27th at Saxton Field, Saxton Oval Cricket Pavilion, where this, this will be one matter dealt with um, and other issues that are, will be dealt with will be uh, particularly coping with climate emotions, the anger, the grief, the depression that we feel when we deal with this topic, go to Nelson Tasman Climate Forum on Google and you will see how to register to attend this forum on Saturday, November the 27th. That's it for today. This is Joanna Santa Barbara and this has been an eco postcard. Eco postcards airs Monday afternoons 3.30pm and Saturday mornings 9.50am. Till next week, bye for now.